different perspectives. I'm not saying go to somebody else's, but you know what? But a shared experience. Vanilla said you just made a good point. I'm gonna be anywhere I see fit to be. Black Girl Roundtable. <clears throat> you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Cupid and Cupid and Tonner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. You're gonna run history. Rudolph, nigga! What? Happy holidays, hosts. Um, My name is Dana. I'm Jelena. I'm Asha. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. Rest in peace, DMX. Oh my God, what a gem. Exactly. The greatest of all time. If you know, I would say if you know me, really if you know us, we love DMX. (sighs) I know. (sighs) Well, I hate to to transition this way, but I think, you know, speaking of, of legends and greats who have moved on and moved on up to heaven before we get into the rest of this episode and i don't want to spend too much time on it because i feel the start the tears starting again um this week god today was like the first day i didn't even cry no i can do it um so this week um asha jelena and i as you guys probably know we've mentioned before went to delaware state university and somebody who has just had a huge impact on us as creatives, as performers, as as human beings was Reverend Dr. Sherlyn Henry Brown. Um, and somewhat unexpectedly, she passed away this weekend. And it hasn't been easy for Asha, for myself, or for anybody who even remotely knew this woman and just what a great, person she was um and what a great educator she was so before we dig into the rest of the episode we just want to say dr b we love you you know you're looking over us we know you're watching over us and just just know that like every every little bit of great creativeness and creativity in my being has just been nourished and guided by you and your your direction in your life and we're just gonna miss you so much Yes, Dr. B. Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Um, you're the reason why a lot of us have the careers we have today. Um, yeah, before I start, you know, I'm just, you know, DSU theater fam, you know, we love each other very much. So, um, like Anna said, just a dynamic woman, powerful woman, funny as a, (laughs) as ever, um, and just really new theater and really new black theater. Um, when it came to knowing somebody who really, um, took black theater seriously as a serious art form, as nothing to be played with. Um, I just want to, uh, thank her for that. Um, uh, thank you, Dr. Brown. And we love you. We will miss you dearly. All right, blubbering section over. Wow. Down to less than a minute of tears. We're getting there. We are getting there. Yeah. All right, well, on that jovial, joyous, 
upbeat note let's go ahead and transition Ooh. to the less to the rest of the episode and call people out for their nonsense as dr brown was notorious for as she had educated us on and as we are akin to do so first let's talk about little miss ponytail ariana grande um have you guys seen what's been going on with her in you know the interwebs the internet streets i haven't seen anything lately i mean the previous shenanigans with her and this larger than life tan that she likes to call it oh okay well i am happy to to enlighten you all on some things oh i knew about so, it by the way i have been inundated okay yeah it. so i'll we'll, we'll give give me the give me the cliff yeah, notes yeah, version right so we'll get we'll get Julian up to speed and i'm sure there's some people listening who haven't heard either so ariana grande um as Juliana noted is notorious for you know her her chameleon skills we will say and her magical mystical changing skin tone now previously when she was on victorious and was disney's kid she was very pale very fair-skinned and as she transitioned into her you know status as a pop girly and somebody who i to music i truly enjoy um her skin complexion became darker and darker and everybody was like she's italian she's naturally tan etc etc and we didn't buy that shit but we let her rock well recent months ariana's uh, complexion has been shifting to the fairer side and recent pictures um Jelena, you can go ahead and google and for anyone listening you can google her eye shape has changed so much that she has started to look asian and so now uh, the asian specifically i would say the asian american community is very much not happy with these developments and called her out on it and her, the photos of her in this new look she debuted were quickly removed so I've seen the photos. Asha's seen the photos. Jelena will wait for you to find the photos. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a pretty accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I, as you can tell, I'm very dumbfounded and confused because why is the what happened? Why is this a thing? She won't be black no more, y'all. And you know what? I want more white girls to get on this trend of leaving us out of your aesthetic. Leave us out of it. I'm not saying go to somebody else's. Right. But you know what? Thanks you for got, that But as long as you get what you need out of us and then you just like leave us, you know. Okay. And should she be having the slanted eyes and the, the Asian appearing face with the like the paler than her skin color skin and the mm -hmm. no, I don't think she should be doing that. Do I think it's intentional? Probably. I you, you know I'm just where is this uh, uh, outrage at K-pop? Uh, k-pop exactly. uh stars it's it's all of that is is definitely very that can be very strange because like sometimes i'll i'll see it and i can appreciate it as far as like oh okay like you are somebody who's like influenced by r&b versus whether it's like this is a straight up ripoff there is absolutely a right. distinction there but there a lot is. of it is overwhelmingly just this is this is this is a ripoff this is like diet you know 
diet y'all yes. diet b2k or like diet you know yeah. fucking mindless yeah. behavior or something <laughs> like it's yeah so like and there's a difference between that and that's why i feel like i liked ariana grande i like ariana grande's music like i love the fact that she's never mm-hmm. tried to pull like a justin bieber where he'd be like i'm r&b i'm r&b you're not no you're pop, you're pop okay. influenced by r&b and that's okay yeah. I'm, journals is a, is a hit I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still with you okay still a great album but it's not r&b don't get cute like it's r&b-esque but it's not r&b not r&b just like what why why do you think that um (laughs) and just like with ariana grande where i'm like good music and i've always loved the fact that at least musically she's respected the line of like you're r&b-esque but you're not r&b um but like for some reason her visuals she just can't that's that's not clicking for her and i don't understand why there's very few white male singers who i feel like are strictly you are r&b John B. B. I was about to say, John B is the only white man I can think of. Bobby Caldwell. That's the only other one. And I will. I will will give it to Robin Thicke. I won't give it to Justin Timberlake. I will give it to Robin Thicke. I'll give it to Robin Thicke. I'll give it to Robin. Justin Timberlake is not R&B. However, if he wanted Justified to be classified as an R&B album, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I will be Switzerland. Okay, you and y- y- both I of y'all in this damn album. No, y'all in this listen. album are going to be the death of me. <laughs> have you listened you to it recently? You need to revisit. Okay, you know I have. You know I have. <laughs> you because we're here, but you need to go revisit Jelena because let me tell you, 10, 15 years later, the shit is still hitting. Just like it did when it dropped, okay. and I can't take and I can't take that from him. I, I can't take that. From I him. cannot take justified away from him. He, Justin Timberlake. Let's not get it confused. He's still not a good person. Horrible person. But justified. Okay, we're off, off, good, off. Right. we're getting off topic. But you know, if you know, you know. If you know, if you, you know, know, you know. And I'm not sorry. Last little bit on that. I'm not saying I'm gonna defend him. Like I'm not about to go up and be like, "Justified" is an R&B album. But if somebody I'm, said that, I'm silent. I'm not saying nothing. So I'm I don't not got a dog in this fight. I simply will listen to Justified. Yeah. Don't be so quick to walk away. Y'all are funny. It's <laughs> me. Okay. All right. Break it down now. One of these days, we're going to have a justified episode where we simply talk about the breakdown. Just go through the album breakdown. I am fine with that. And for each track, we will also bring up something that horrible that Justin Timberlake did so we don't forget. However, we will appreciate the production and the writers. Yeah. After Future Sex Love Songs, you can keep that, Justin. He went back to wherever Tennessee he's from. He's ready to be white again. And look at you. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) He got what he needed and then flew away. See, another negative. Ta-da. Anyways. But Nelva said, you just made a good point and said he's back to being white again. And I feel like that is the trend. He's ready to be, I'm ready to be white again. So I'm going to just go back to whatever I want to do. Everybody did it. He didn't did it. Miley Cyrus didn't did it. Everybody she was through a black phase, which is very weird to me. It is. And I just don't 
And I'm like, you don't need that to be great. And so like, I really, really am wondering like, what is it that makes y'all feel that way? Because Ariana, before she went to her full, like I'm black, I'm a hip hop girly, whatever phase. Like, I feel like she was doing just fine. Like, I know she had like a sweeter look and sound, but as far as like success wise, I feel like she was still a big deal. Like with the, right. what was the song? It was. I love the way. And it was the first yeah, album of everything. Like, yes, yeah, great song. But I feel like if Ariana Grande said, okay, I'm going to put out an R&B or an R&B-esque album, I'm not going to be mad at it. But you can do that as a white woman. You don't have to yeah. tan yourself. Right. And, you know, curl your hair a little bit for me to be like, oh, let me go buy this album. No, I'm buying it for Ariana Grande's white ass and her amazing voice. I <laughs> want to repeat that from last week. We all knew that Tina Marie was white. Exactly. And did. Exactly. And sis, Square Biz is always playing here. Portuguese <laughs> love is always going to be playing Ooh, that's here. Okay. If the music is good, I have a few white people that I'm like, mm, yes. Let me tell you, black people in Paramore love Paramore. You know why? Yes. Paramore rocks they are that band okay Listen. average white band they said played that funky music white boy they never tried to be nothing but them who they were okay be My you favorite. moral of the story Just be saying. you if you be good you. we gonna buy it if you suck and, oats. and again i i enjoy ponytails music um same if she going yeah. for tickets are reasonably priced i might go uh-huh. Right, you know, I ain't gonna spend Beyonce money, but I'll spend a coin or two. Right. Right. If I ain't doing shit else and the money is in my bank account, I might go. But, but yeah, I do think that, I think that Ariana Grande also, like, you know, a lot of these white girls are now, like, trying to be, like, more of an ambiguous looking, whatever, mixed whatever looking and it's really exhausting and i feel bad for like someone like the black girls who actually do look like that and um for y'all that have been black your whole lives and just now people are questioning it because you know you got all these other girls trying to look like you know us you know i feel I'm bad so but you know for your burden and ariana be white it's okay we like i like you more when you're white and you're and it's not like you were not a good-looking white woman either. I thought you were very pretty on Victorious. I thought you were the prettiest one on the cast. Man, they just had her in that terrible red hair. Like once her hair right. went to brown, it was like, okay, girl, you good. Yeah, it's but, fine. Yeah, no, I just it's like I said, it's just a weird scenario because I see a lot of other POC who come for black people when it comes to cultural appropriation, and I use that loosely because some things aren't exclusive to just one culture but you know we'll we'll come back to that another time but you don't come for the white people who are really doing the damage so it's just always a weird dynamic because like i've literally seen people on like tiktok getting bashed because oh you have a a nose like you know like the elaborate gold nose rings and you can't wear that that's so-and-so's culture okay but it's also ethiopian culture it's also this quote, like, girl, like, before you come for people to, and we'll probably get into it in a second with the second half of this, but like, yes, girl, it's not 
the hairstyle is not the clothes it's not the accent it's what happens when you do it versus when we do it right oh I still don't want you to wear it. Oh, no, no, no. That's not me saying wear it. Because, I mean, look. All the little girls I've seen with box braids, your hair done fell out. Don't do it. If... Let's go ahead and talk about Kim Kardashian. Um, <laughs> so, I don't care. So no, I don't Just care. go away. No, because I go have... Go away. Every time I'm about to get and break down and purchase a Skims item, she says or does some other shit or her estranged husband does some shit I'm like you know what thank you for reminding me I would rather skateboard to Europe than buy anything that this woman or anybody in that family remotely purchases if it was like gun to your head buy a Kardashian Jenner project I'm gonna buy Scott Disick's socks before I purchase anything from anybody else yeah, Rob has some socks too. Yep. Somebody, what? Some, Where is Rob? Rob had some socks. Rob definitely in therapy. Like <laughs> he was the first time because like, Rob used to not be invested, and as soon as he got involved, what happened? He gained a hundred pounds. Yep, was in them as soon as he even got a little bit involved. Yeah. Didn't even put my bro in the yeah. picks no more. That's crazy. Don't even put my bro in the picks. And what is I said? Is he okay? This is like he has not been around. Does he not fit the aesthetic? What's going on? No, because he got fat. No. And I love me some Rob Kardashian. So me saying he got I, fat is not like a jab. You know, like. you know what? When people say who's your favorite Kardashian, sometimes I be thinking Courtney because she's kind of the quietest. Scott is but I feel like it's it's mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's Rob for me. Rob is actually my favorite Kardashian. So speaking of, of Miss Kim Kardashian, um, she was what fucking magazine is this? The most random ass magazine. Kim Kardashian was, is on the cover of ID magazine. No, girl. <laughs> you know she will say this on no real platform. So Kim Kardashian is on the cover of ID magazine and in her interview within the magazine, she decides to discuss some things about culture, cultural appropriation, and how she's going to navigate those crit- criticisms and talk to her children about that. And Miss Kardashian says, and I quote, obviously, pause quote, girl, obviously, um, but Miss Kardashian says, obviously, I would never do anything to appropriate any culture, but I have in the past got backlash from putting my hair in braids, and I understand that. Should I put on my Kardashian accent to read the rest of this? Yes, Courtney, go yes, ahead. Yes, please. Yes. Honestly, a lot of the time, it comes from my daughter asking us to matching hair. And I've had these conversations to her that are like, hey, maybe this hairstyle would be better on you and not me. But I also want her to feel that I can do a hairstyle with her and like not make a big deal either if that's something that she's really asking for and really wants. But I've learned and grown over over the years and figured out good ways to communicate with all of my kids about all this. I've definitely learned over time and I've tried to pass that culture of learning on to my kids too. But then there's also a history of braiding hair in Armenia and people forget that I'm Armenian as well. I just want to tell you that I just went while you were talking and just went and Googled our traditional Armenian braids. First yeah. of all, the only when you type in Armenian braids on Google, the first most of the pictures are of Kim Kardashian in the, the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. One, two, when you look up traditional Armenian hairstyles, they're like plaits. 
Like just yes. the regular long braids. Just They're not intricate African hairstyles. So try again, bitch. Because th- th- it's not giving what you thought it was going to give. First of all, how you gonna throw your whole firstborn under the goddamn bus? Well, North said. <laughs> you threw that baby, that black child under the bus. See, you already are. Look what you already do, doing to a black woman. You threw a black little girl under the bus and bus some oh, mommy, can we match? North ain't say that. No, she did. She did. Because first of all, I ain't never seen North's hair braided. Maybe I ain't never, I've times. seen it in like the big braids. But I was like, <laughs> so when you were at the M... The VMAs by your goddamn self. What was that? Were you matching with North? Were you matching with North? Because every time I see the reason little... number seven hundred ninety-eight thousand and four hundred and fifty-two, why y'all need to stop having children with women who are going to use their biracial black children as an access point into black culture, which we all knew she was going to do when she had these damn kids. And an and a, and a uh, excuse for racism, girl. And you talking about oh, I've learned and I've grown. Great. Where's the apology to black women? But also, you have not learned and you've grown because you then try to make a point that you are Armenian, which again, we all tried to remind you. We all told so you you, you are you exactly. are not black. You are white Armenian. Yes, ma'am. That is your ethnicity, but your race. You're is white. Go away. Go, Go away, Kim. Woman. Go away. And to tell me that your eight-year-old daughter for the past 10 years has been telling you that? See how that math didn't make any sense? Because that message is from the womb. Make- right. Her old mommy was shouting at her. Get the box braids, bitch. No <laughs> one told you in your photo shoots to, your daughter did not tell you in those photo shoots to do all that. And then you um, had the nerve to call them Bo yeah. Derek braids at one point. First of all, bitch, who the fuck is Bo Derek? I had to look that shit up when you said no, that No, for real. Shit. Who the fuck <laughs> is Bo, Bo I just got Bo Derek. Is that your hairstylist? Who the fuck <laughs> is Bo <laughs> yeah. Derek? They don't want to be messing with I was like, is that your hairstylist? <laughs> who the hell is that? And then don't what forget the Bo boxer Derek? braids fiasco. Oh my God. That was what killed me. Boxer braids. Boxer braids. Boxer braids. First of all, black females, females, straight backs, bitch. You got some straight backs. They boxer braids. I'm like, let me look up. And you know who also does that white woman with the Viking, damn Viking braids? The bitches, the Viking bitches was not wearing them kind of braids. No, they was not. They was plaids. They were, again, they were plaids or they were like matted hair that was braided. Ain't no pictures of Vikings. Where are you getting this information from? I ain't seen nary a photo of any Viking anywhere. So I'm not trying to hear any of that shit. I have seen, but let me me tell you, remember when Thor got his thing Mm -hmm. braided in? Those are the braids that they're talking about. Exactly. one, I'm disrespected because you think you're going to compare those to what we do now. Highly offended. Two, two, again with this Armenian braid. Girl, you didn't think we were going to look up the Armenian braid? You didn't think we were just going to take your word for it? Like, since you were Armenian? Oh, I'm going to just, okay, nope. well, she's Armenian, so she knows what you're talking about. Girl, Don't act like no. black people you can't ain't never, Armenia. You ain't it. never rock an Armenian braid like you do rock, like you rock what we got. You nor your sisters have ever, have I seen really, really rock an Armenian, like, I think people forget that no one has forgot that you're Armenian. 
literally nobody nobody but we feel like you have Get and, and this bitch got the ler- got the nerve to be a lawyer now she's That's not a lawyer to- i need us to stop saying that that bitch is not an attorney <laughs> like i don't care what type of hoodoo voodoo you doing over there you're not a fucking attorney and no offense to fucking who is she studying under um i was about to say lance gross um <laughs> Van Jones. There you go. Yep. Oh yeah, child. Get out of um, here. I, I kind of I, I have Van Jones in, in my mind, so I that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I say that all to say that a lot of y'all find the cooniest black people to co-sign your shit with, and um, yeah, like I'm sorry if one black if one black person tells you, hey, I'm not okay with this, you need to take that and internalize that. I don't care how many black people tell you, oh, I'm cool with it. You know, it's fine. If you have to ask, you're wrong. If you have to ask, you're wrong. Just take it down. I don't understand what's wrong with it. You girls on TikTok, you white girls on TikTok, I swear, y'all have a different type of courage that y'all never had before because you know that we can't beat your ass in public. That's all I'm going to say about that, too. Mm. Well, well, we'll put a pin in that topic right now. I think I said I wanted to talk about something else um, in the when I sent you guys over the itinerary, but I think this I, what you just said, I don't know why it sparked something in my head. So if you don't mind, I'm gonna take us on a little detour and then that can be our second topic today. So what I have been seeing a lot on social media, I'm not sure if you guys had any of this discourse come across your feeds, but you probably did because we're all like three different versions of the same person. Um, <laughs> so there was, so there's been a lot of debate on like the black girl luxury movement, the black girl, you know, I don't know, black girl insert adjective here. And there was some, I don't want to say beef, but there was, yeah, there was some discourse between like rich black girl TikTok and the girls who have like regular black girl, normal black girl TikTok. Um, and just a lot of interesting conversation around that. And so I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that, especially as you know, we're kind of under an umbrella brand called the bougie black girls. Like, how did you feel? What did you think? I'm going to pause for a second. So did you do you guys have any what well, I think first we can start with this question. So how do we feel just in general about the luxury slash rich black girl TikTok movement? I'll start off by saying I don't mind luxury black girl TikTok as like a phrase as a term. Rich black girl TikTok. I don't feel no type of way about it, but I don't know. I feel like it just depends, like, like you were saying, like, we're under a brand, the bougie, like, the bougie black girls. But to everybody, bougie and luxury mean completely different things. Like, to me, like, I'm bougie on a budget. I can't afford a, a Louis bag every, every month or whatever. But, like, oh, I'm feeling a little luxurious, a little bougie today. I'm gonna give me some Starbucks. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do that. Like, mm-hmm. little stuff. I got my Telfar bag. I got my, di- little stuff. And then to others, you know, luxury is, you know, I have every, you know, YSL bag that then came out and Jimmy Choo's and a walk-in closet worth a million dollars. Like, it depends. But I do think people who are on the luxury side now, especially one of my favorite influencers, Uh. has taken it to a level where it's like, you've put yourself in this I'm a luxurious, I'm rich 
box and now it's like you're unrelatable and it's like I'm better than you and it's just like I think that's where it becomes like okay y'all there are people who are regular like just because you don't have all of this stuff don't mean you're less than like I think that I really feel like that's the part because I've seen it where it's like welcome to regular black girl tiktok and I'm like thank you because I'm over here like why am I why am I 26 and I ain't got a a Benz and a a, a 3,000 square foot mansion like (laughs) yeah right Right. like where's my loft at (laughs) what am I doing wrong I'd be like I need to know your job yes what do y'all do I need to know what because my thing is they'd be like first I do I start my day with a matcha latte and a croissant bagel from my favorite place. And then I go treat myself to a facial. And because I needed some self-care as well, I got my nails done. Then I went to go- Girl, get your whole life is self-care. Stop talking to me. Exactly. From the mall. And then dinner with the girls. And then I go home to rest after such a taxing day. I'm like, bitch. What did you do to get here? And they're like, oh my, no, no, no. What was step- one. How do we get Step I one. Half of an everything bagel with probably expired cream cheese on it this morning and slapped some soap on my face. Was luxurious because I actually put some some tinted moisturizer on so I don't look like death. And came home, took a five minute shower before flopping face first into my bed to sleep for four and a half hours and get up the next morning and do it all again. Luxury. I think for me the difference between like being like bougie and being um like the like the luxury girls right the rich the yeah. rich mm-hmm. ones um as someone who has never been rich but has always been bougie mm-hmm. been called that my <laughs> entire life right uh I think the difference is what you are willing to place value on mm-hmm. um and that is like for me not rich by any means definitely to me i work a non-profit child i need to be making way more money than honey public sector come on now right so i i'm poor right but when i do save my coins like i don't stay at just any kind of hotel um i love me some hey. oysters and some <laughs> you know and a wine you know what i'm saying like these things where people yeah. are like, oh she bougie and you, you know like you know yeah so i think there's when i have it i spend it when yeah. i have it i, I spend it and, yeah people do have this really odd obsession with humbling black women when they have nice things or when they have access to mm-hmm. to spaces that people feel like we just don't deserve to have access to and so i get wanting to show that and share that that's absolutely something that I want us to do I feel like what the three of us really do a good job of is being like I'm gonna be anywhere I see fit to be um Mm -hmm. because I deserve to be there um and I think on the the websites about me um for like the bougie black girls as like a brand or you know whatever we're calling a media company insert you know title here um that was something that was important to me too because just like you Asha like that is something that you know regardless of what my financial status was at various points of my life, like because I have certain standards for how I show up and how I expect people to treat me is why I get called bougie. And a lot of times I felt like it was unfair. And so now at 26, I feel like us and a lot of women have just gotten to the point where like, that's not an insult to me anymore. Like if that is 
how you're saying like, oh, you like things a certain way. Yes. Oh, you're, you want to live a certain lifestyle of comfort. Yes. Am I aware that money is temporary? Absolutely. I've been financially stable and unstable in many different points of my life. And so I'm very much aware that like financial status and money and comfort is one bad decision, one unlucky circumstance away Mm -hmm. from coming right up under you. I am, and I think we all are very aware of that, but you know, you're not going to humble me. And I also feel like, just like you guys said, but with the, some of y'all black luxury girls need to, you need to let some of the smoke come up out of your ass a little bit. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna call a spade a spade because in betwixt all of the dinners and the travel and the vacation and the yachts and the high-rise apartments and the stainless steel only appliances and stuff like that most of your days are going to be very regular regardless of what your financial situation Mm -hmm. is and so you really need to like come back down to earth a little bit because i'm sure most of your days are spent in regular ass target pajamas sitting on the couch watching netflix like the rest of us so like also come up off that a little bit because this image that you're trying to sell is not perceivable and like who are you trying to sell it to because if you're bashing regular black girl tiktok isn't most of your audience supposed to be regular black girls exactly (laughs) exactly and my thing is like what are we talking about i think there could be a balance of the two like if you follow like this one i I love celebrating women i love seeing black women in abundance i love seeing black women uh catered to uh you know adored on you know i love that right um and i want all black women all black femmes to have that um and what's saying is like but also on the on the other side of that is um you know at some at some point during your day you have to you have to come back to like us like level you know and i think there's a thing to be like you know, oh, you don't have this? Oh my God, how do you not have, you know, that very expensive skincare item? It's like, girl, because that is my grocery bill. And that's the reality for a lot of us. And I think that is to where I'd be like, okay, this is where I get off the train is when we start right. looking at other people crazy for not having this. I'll be like, oh, well, you broke bitches don't have this. That's probably why you're just mad. It's like, mm, I feel like there are haters out there, but I feel like there's some people who like- There are. Sometimes- who have genuine concerns about how you uh, talk to people. Um, as someone who knows a few influencers and somebody who has heard tea about a few influencers, some of y'all are not approachable. Some of y'all are not nice. Um, I say y'all like y'all listening to this, but like, I don't know. Like some of them- <laughs> They just, might be. Yeah, they might be, but some of them are just not nice and not approachable. Um, and I think that's again where I get off the train, you know? Um, that's where my journey on this thing stops you know when you start trying to call people out when you're like oh i'm not that kind of girl i'm this kind of girl like that's where i'm like all right girl we need okay speaking of influencer folks asha i meant to we'll we'll do this when we stop recording i meant to chat with you about somebody that i know you know okay Um. but um so (laughs) i think i know who you're talking about but yeah so I say that all to say, I think, and you know, for us regular girls, I think there are now a, a emergence of like, you know, I go on a nice trip or two, you know, a year mm-hmm. and you know, I do this and I'm, you know, and I think that is, again, there, there is also a lot of beauty in that. I think again, yeah, uh, there's, again, I think as someone who considers herself like a regular girl, but you know, someone who likes 
the finer things in life, quote unquote, you know, um, I pamper myself. I have a people who pamper me, um, uh, you know, and that's, I think, what we should be looking for in life. You should be looking for relationships and yeah. friendships that do that. So you're not just, you know, and whether that is like, I took a bubble bath today, you know, I also think that luxury for everyone is different. Um, for some people, luxury is material and that's their form of luxury. That's fine for me. Luxury is access. Um, luxury is resources. Luxury is ease. Um, and that doesn't always have a price tag on it. Um, sometimes that's an action behind it. Sometimes that's a boundary behind it. Um, sometimes that, that's a habit behind it. And I think that we need to sometimes get out of luxury being material, uh, having a price tag, you know, four digits or more to that, you know, versus right. like, I can afford to get a plumber to come to my house whenever I want, right? Yeah. Um, I can afford to go on a trip when I need to go on a trip. Um, I'm paying for valet because I don't feel like finding parking and driving. Yeah. Having comfort yeah. and having ease in life. like, And yeah. Black women deserve that. I the, get the last off to go and sleep. That Yes. <laughs> I have, have enough vacation time to take a mental health day because mm-hmm. I need one. I have a village to watch my kids. Yeah. That to me is luxury. Some of y'all be so stuck on this like, oh, I hate luxury black girls because capitalism, y'all are promoting capitalism, etc. I get it. Abolish capitalism, abolish all this shit that makes all of us miserable. But some of y'all be so busy that trying to do this, that you are going to miss your life. You're going to miss the comfort that and some and the joys and the pockets of joy that can be a part of your life while existing as a black woman in a capitalistic system. Yes, capitalism sucks. Yes, we all need to make steps and strides to abolish it and dismantle it. But that does not mean that we we especially as black people as black femmes have to live in misery and anguish and without for the rest of our lives. You're going to have to kind of break even somewhere and realize that even if you never participate in a system ever again, it's going to take time, and I think that we can and are making strides to destroy it. But you punishing other Black women for just trying to have a pocket of peace admits the horrible horridness that is being a Black woman in America is also a form of internalized racism and misogyny. Because you don't do this shit to white men. You don't do that to black men. You don't do that to white men. You don't do that to white women. You don't do that to Hispanic women. And you're so busy trying to check and humble and call out your own community that you are perpetuating the things you say you hate so much. Leave black women alone. As some Again, just like we said, as somebody who's been comfortable and uncomfortable in both of those situations, all I ever wanted was the freedom to just live my life without judgment, whatever my financial situation was. Leave black women the fuck alone, including other black women. We need to leave each other alone. Leave people alone. And that's that. Uh, yeah, like I said, buy that bag for the soldier because uh, luxury Honey. black girls are low, <laughs> low-hanging fruit on the capitalism tree. Okay? Girl. You want to chop down that tree? Black girl luxury TikTok is not where I think you want to start and end or spend okay. your energy, girl. Because there at that point, you're much- fucking leaves. If you want to dismantle capitalism, you need to take a swing at the trunk. But you want to be plucking leaves and berries off the tree. Stop this. Why aren't you in Jeff Bezos' comments? 
Exactly. Why don't you Elon Musk comments? And y'all only the one defending billionaires. Them niggas don't know. Okay. But as soon as as soon as some random girl with ten thousand followers posts hashtag you know luxury black girl TikTok, all of a sudden you want to be up in arms in her comments. Get the fuck out of here with that. The community needs that child. Get the fuck out of here with that. It's giving Doctor Umar. You want to really dismantle capitalism? You can go down there to the Capitol. They just passed a, a. Billions and billions of dollars for the military when we need that for schools and for exactly. and for sustainability and for housing. Uh, have you seen our infrastructures? Have you seen our infrastructures? Okay. Just like y'all cry about white women and white men doing, you come for black women because you know that it's low hanging fruit and because you feel like you can. Mm-hmm. And you feel like Check that's yourself. what white women have always had, so that's okay. Actually, no, it's not. Ask yourself why they've always had it. Hmm. And why you feel like black women don't deserve it. Let that lady have her bins, please. In peace. But for right now, I'm going to go to work because I have to go to work. God damn it. Just leave us. And carry my Telfeezy just to smile at some point in the 40-hour work week. Right. Like, girl, in the meantime, between time, enjoy the little piece of, like, something's happening every other day, particularly to us. Like, if people want to go on that trip, let them go on that trip. Just eat my chicken nuggies in peace. God, like, sometimes you'll they just They don't be want so peace. They want problems. problems. Always. <laughs> and that's it. That's a, that's a great note to end on, Ash. So I think we will put a pin in it right there for what's trending. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back with something you need to hear. Because remember, this is a holiday special, you guys. Jingle bells. Yeah, ta-da, fa-la-la-la-la. la 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 Deck the halls with fist of fury. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to share with someone who you think might enjoy. We are available on all major streaming platforms and on YouTube. Definitely make sure you are following us on our social medias. Links to that will be in the description. And let's get back into the episode. something you need to hear and what you need to hear is last christmas i gave you my heart but the very next day you gave it away it's christmas time it's christmas time (laughs) so um in uh recognition of the holiday season we're gonna talk about some of our favorite holiday seasonal things we're gonna talk about some of our favorite memories um, and then we're going to start lifting our favorite holiday songs, movies, things like that. So first, I want to start off with like, first of all, you know, happy holidays, y'all. La, 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 right. la, la, la. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, um, <laughs> Christmas. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Happy Winter Solstice. Right. Happy Winter Solstice. Um. Happy sad. Don't be casting happy, no hex on us. I know. Happy sad season. Happy Capricorn season. 
Uh, um, actually, you can, you, can, you can keep that. Uh, two chaotic signs. Y'all are wild. Um, with the exception of my y'all... niece. Happy birthday soon, Jasmine. It's in January. I and I got like math. Happy birthday, you know, all my all my you know friends. My best friend's birthday is coming up. So it was my my good sister's birthday was you know, I got a, we got a, a few Sag and Capricorns who I love dearly, which y'all are nuts. Anyways, so. I say that all to say we um, have a lot to celebrate in the holidays. And as you know, for us, a lot of people holidays can be rough um, for several reasons. Um, but we're hoping that you can find some bright spots in this holiday season. If there aren't any right now with either nostalgia or just some things that you like to do traditionally or just like to do by yourself for the holidays. So um, first ladies, what is like, a favorite holiday memory or like something that you love to do traditionally during the holidays? Ooh, so Christmas is my favorite holiday. Like I can't even pretend like, I know people like, oh, that's a corny choice. or like, oh, that's like the default. But I just love Christmas, not even for like the presents, which I think is what nostalgically makes it like a, a favorite holiday of mine, just because I was the youngest kid. I was the youngest grandchild. Like people used to ball out for me for Christmas. So I just remember feeling like very special and loved at that time. Cause I just, I like to be thought of. Um, but my favorite tradition is my mom's family doesn't do Christmas day. We do Christmas Eve. And once, as we've all gotten older, there's not really a need for us to buy individual presents. And so what we do is we buy gender neutral gifts and we kind of just throw them all in a pile in the center of the room. And we always play a game every year. And so we'll do like family feud, trivia, categories, Pictionary. That year was a shit show um, or something. And like as you score points for your team, um, you pick a gift. And then you can like we'll keep them all wrapped until the end. And so you can steal a gift. You can put it back in the pile. You can, you know, play around with it. And we just like to, you know trying to find tricky ways to make people think that it's like not a good gift or it's a great gift my mom likes to hide like gift cards and popcorn tins um and stuff like that so it's always just fun to to play a game and and also um we typically put like a pretty high limit on it like it's a 50 dollar limit so the gifts are always great it gets very loud very yelly (laughs) Mm -hmm. i can believe it yes you know, I came up with this question. I didn't really think about it because I was trying to think of like, <laughs> um, so my dad puts up a Christmas town every year. It's like a train set and it has like these little town people, like the whole, you know, the Christmas oh, town. Mm-hmm. Like the Weepers Bobbles? Yes. Are all black dads <laughs> the same? <laughs> I love it. Um, Cause like, it's like this own little like special like town within like- My dad doesn't do that. Is he, should he? Gotta, I was like, I've never seen this before. I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah, my dad puts up his. Should you guys um, send me some photos? His train for Christmas Town. It, no, it's really cute. So um, it's I, like a little Christmas metropolis. You need to explain this to me. Yeah, it's, it's like, like little it's like little town. mini figurines. Yeah, it's like, are they like black? They can be. They can be. I don't know how many black ones we have and how many white ones we have. But um, it's, it's like, a, but it's town. a it's a multi ethnic community. All right. Yeah, it's yeah, like all the town and you have like city hall and you have like the different little shops and you have the little hotel the little ch- the little chapel 
Um, yeah, it's like this own little town. It's so precious. And like some of them, like some of the little buildings like light up on the yeah, inside. Yeah, like so they, they have look... the lights on the inside. So it looks like yeah. someone's home or like, you know, it's occupied. It's really Donald, cool. what is it? What are you doing? <laughs> Donald? <laughs> I want a Christmas town. <laughs> and so, so we had like our coffee table. So it lived on our coffee table. So just like, when, mm-hmm. like you have the tree and then like the town. It's really cute. I love it. I want to see somebody invite me over. I'm like, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture. (laughs) And sometimes my dad does it like Christmas Eve. So like you come, like you come down for Christmas and there's like this whole town. And the Christmas town is there. I really like that. Sometimes he does like a week before Christmas, which he'll probably do this year. Um, Tell him to send me a photo. I want to be involved. Yes, I'll send you a photo. You know, one of the other things I love to do, y'all watch the Clay People Christmas movies, like the old oh, yeah. ones. Yes. I love, I love those them. are my favorite ones. So much. Like, Santa Claus, like the origins of like Santa Claus, is one of my favorite Christmas movies. I love like Year Without a Santa Claus is my favorite Christmas yes. film ever. Yes, and that's what though. I'm Mr. Wint. Speaking of, Jelena and I always said we was going to do a heat miser, snow miser costume. <laughs> Jelena, I finally found a way for me to hit these spins. Oh, I God. It out. I have cracked the code. And it's <laughs> Halloween, and Asha has to be Mother Nature, and I'm going to hit these spins, damn it. As the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I think them songs are so. I think the heat miser, snow, uh, sun miser songs are just like. Whoever made them song, hopefully you're not a racist bigot. Yes, hell I'm sure they but, were. There was no black people. In but this. they were smooth. I'm gonna let you know that. <laughs> My favorite one is like one of the B sides from that movie, where the mayor be like, "It's gonna snow, ho ho, right here in Dixon. <laughs> it will be white overnight. It will be cold." They be running through the town, and the children be like, "We gonna build a snowman." I'm like, "You are little children." You sure are. Because me and my mom used to watch literally every Charlie Brown movie. Whatever holiday. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. Charlie Brown got hella Christmas, hella specials. So yeah, you get the gist. Yeah, it's like he got everything. And then my family always has some type of gathering. Like one point it was our house. So like Christmas morning, my entire family was in my house for breakfast, brunch, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And then, you know, COVID happened. So you can't have 50,000 black people in one place. Um, (laughs) So then we had like, we rented a hall. We had like a Christmas party. We did karaoke and like the white elephant gift thing. Kind of like what Dana was saying. Where you kind of make them like think it's a bad gift, but it's not. I mean, some of them were bad gifts. My dad gave somebody a pack of ramen. So there's that. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, <laughs> Jack, <laughs> and he no, he got them because he wrapped it super nice. Like my dad is a great gift wrapper. I did not inherit those skills, but yeah, my dad's a really good gift wrapper. And I was like, "What is it?" He was like, "It's a six pack of ramen noodles," and I was like. Glad I'm I know because I'm I'm not gonna pick your shit. <laughs> but because he's him, because he's him, and the whole time we doing it because we did like a 
I don't remember how we did it. We were like passing it around in like a circle, and then like if the song stopped or something like that, like to, that's yeah. what you get. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time, I'm just like he over there cracking up. Jelena's dad is one of the funniest human beings on this planet. I just want y'all to know. Like, well, he is. I just get a special chuckle out of Jack Booker and his antics. And so I just always be like, how's my friend doing? Because he just is so funny. Yes. He be talking about how he be riding his bicycle. I be dying. Lord. But speaking of his activities. Yes. But speaking of him, my all time favorite Christmas tradition is my dad. My Christmas is my dad's favorite holiday. And when I say favorite, I mean he is overboard. He has a favorite Christmas song that he will play twenty times in a row. Oh my and god! And that is how I know. I will send it to y'all. And that is how I know it is officially Christmas time because he will be decorating our house, decorating the tree. He will do it by himself. He don't want no help unless it's to say, "Is the tree straight? Which side looks better?" He will play this song. 50,000 times. It's NBA. probably one of them old people jazzy Christmas songs that like it be high energy for Christmas. It is. It is. My grandma used to like CeeLo Green's Mary Did You Know and I feel like that was just such an obscure Christmas song. It's a beautiful song. Like I promise you. Like, he sings it beautifully. CeeLo Green's like right, just, all just look it up and listen to like the first three bars right now. I'm telling you. You'd be like oh this is beautiful. I think these are very beautiful memories. Let's move on to like our top, I'll say our top five favorite Christmas songs. Um, <laughs> My top five songs is Dylon, Dylon, and Dylon. All I want for Christmas is you. I don't want to hear anything else. And Boys to Men, let it snow. This okay, is- I-, I lied. Okay, all I want for Christmas, Boys to Men, let it snow. Chris Brown's version of this Christmas? This Christmas. Oh, no. I don't got two more. That's it. <laughs> That's okay. it. I've got... Wow. This is really hard. And I feel like some of mine are going to be so strange. Um, number five, Boys to Men, Let It Snow. God, I love that song so much. Yes. Um, it's just such a great song. Number two, this is, I feel so wrong saying this. It might, I may need to swap it out. But right now, I'm in my spirit, it's telling me Justin Bieber's song, Mistletoe. I really enjoy that song. Mm. (laughs) It's cute. It's cute. I feel like it's very cute. It's very Christmas romance. And I like that. I feel like we don't got a lot of that. Number three, Tamar Braxton's Silent Night. She did like a, I don't want to call it like a country western inspired. It's like a bluegrassy, like, um, silent night and i just really enjoy it it's very sweet it's not super like emotional or sentimental but i just think she sings it beautifully so if you haven't listened to that definitely listen to that number two um again another one where i'm like number two is tied between eight days of christmas by destiny's child Mm. and have a very merry christmas by tlc Mm. it's just a good black 90s time and i enjoy both of those and Eight Days of Christmas is so fucking ratchet when you listen to it now, and I love it. Right. Eight Days of Christmas, my baby gave me pair of diamond shades and a diamond belly ring. Like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what? You right. You right. You right. The, the poem that he wrote for me. This, this. <laughs> this ratchet. Some ratchet shit, Beyonce. Um, but whatever. 
um, a gift certificate to buy my favorite CDs. Like <laughs> my favorite CDs. <laughs> it's a fucking mess, but I really enjoy that song. And number one, just like you, Jelena, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah. The it's queen the of Christmas. Of Christmas. Like I gotta. It's great. Okay, I so. swear. The minute okay. I hear them little bells, ding, ding, that's it. Right. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if it's October. Exactly. I forgot. Yeah, no, that was me last year. I was like, it's December first. Hit it. An honorable mention to O Santa with her, Jennifer Hudson, and Ariana Grande. That's probably a newer that one that I enjoy. That's mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Um, okay, so my five. Uh, All for Christmas is you. Love that. I love it. It goes off every time. Um, it's Boys to Men's Let It Snow and then Boys to Men's Silent Night. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. I want to put an honorable mention on Silent Night and put The Temptations because it's just so black and collard green. In my mind, I'm going to that like. <laughs> It's just very black. Black Christmas music is like funny and it shouldn't be, but it is. <laughs> like even it, or like, it is. Or like this is not my list, but like uh James Brown Santa Claus go straight to the ghetto. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. Santa Claus go straight. This is real catchy to sing. And any Jackson Five Christmas. It's just old. Like it's just old. And my thing is Jackson Five. Why are we dancing so hard that Santa Claus is coming to talk for some Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the oh yeah that was killing me. Now I want y'all to know that I'm about to go listen to all of these. Oh yeah, <laughs> Michael was singing his heart out. <laughs> Everything he had is that track. If I was Santa Claus, I'd be in a North Carolina. That is funny. So then, as well. I also really, really love. I do love this Christmas, but I really do love the original Donny Hathaway. Um, I do I, too. I, I do love Chris Brown's, but I something about like this Christmas, Donny Hathaway's voice is just it's just so pure. Um, Chris, Chris Brown's reminds me of like our childhood. Donny Hathaway mm-hmm. reminds me of being in my grandmother's house. Yeah. Right. I think that's oh, what it yeah. is. Yeah, Donny Hathaway reminds me of home, like home. It, like, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, because we played a lot. We play a lot of Don, Donny Hathaway like here at home. Shake a And then and it's funny that I like that this Christmas version because I hate the movie this Christmas. You hate the movie. I, I love hate this movie, Christmas. So hate it's it. not. It's not a good movie, but it's like you know, it's like it's a. I, I know every ver- I know every line in that movie and that like don't don't ask me why I hate it because I genuinely don't know I just it's something about it where I'm just like I think it gets more it got more credit than it deserved when it first came out mm-hmm. and so now I feel like as a community we're trying to make up for it and in my head I'm like it's too late like <laughs> was, yeah I quite enjoy this Christmas I'm sorry I love it uh, everybody's in it I everybody's like it. in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All the black. You have Regina Hall and Idris Elba, and you have Loretta Devine, and you have Chris Brown, and you have Lauren London, and you have the other guy who's on all the other creative it's got movies. You know who I'm talking all about. the staples then, of a black movie. It's got the cheating yeah. husband, the you cheating husband. You have Makai Pfeiffer. You have Makai Pfeiffer. Okay. Okay. And then I the brand are not lines. good figures now, but it was a big deal to have Columbus Short and Chris Brown in the same movie mm-hmm. at the time. That was a big deal to little black girls back deal. in the day. He was like, oh shit. They yeah. back and Chris is going to live this time? What? Right? right? Chris is going to live. Here <laughs> Chris is going to survive. He's going to make it to the end credits. They're brothers yet again. Um, and ain't nobody crumping. I'm right. So, and then my last, my last one is Last Christmas by George Michaels and Wham. Well, you know, wham, but you know, George Michael sings the song. The last Christmas. Yes, I love. Well, uh, oh, sure. This is just, I, I don't care. Not, the, I don't re- care. not the retail rotation. I don't care. I love I last that. Christmas. And I hate that song from working. <laughs> As a, the minute she started singing, I had flashbacks to being at TJ Maxx folding right, jeans. I just got trained back to Catherine's. Both of us together <laughs> folding jeans at TJ Maxx. With yes. That horrible ass. Uh, God, I hated our man. Triple H breast for bra. <laughs> Not <laughs> triple H. <laughs> Not triple H. <laughs> Julie, you came to see me in that story. You seen them bras. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I've been like, laughing for several reasons because the first thing that popped in my mom was Triple H the wrestler. And <laughs> don't ask me why. But then it just was like, wow. Those were some big ass bras. But yes, Last Christmas is my favorite Christmas song. I love Last Christmas. That's when I know the season has started when I hear Last Christmas. I can't. Oh my God. But also, also, let me I respect you. it. It's a good song, but the retail industry has ruined it for me. But, but, but I let me tell you it. what I hate, though. Unless God does the miraculous and uh, resurrects George Michaels himself, I don't want no more remakes. Mm-mm. Me either. Or covers. All of them are bad. All of them are bad. What about Taylor? Bad. What about Glee? Bad. Yep. That's also how I feel about. I don't care. Uh, I don't care how you spin it, twist it, country, whatever, choir. No. I hate all remakes of Last Christmas. Again. George Michael and only George Michael. And since that man has gone to glory, please don't sing it. That's how I feel about that song. A few of my, I don't know if that's the real name of it, a few of my favorite things. I know Luther don't sing the original. But still, he but like, le- like it, it might as well be the original. So like, let's, mm-hmm. let's stop. That's how I also feel about this Christmas song. Unless your name is Nathaniel King Cole, I don't want to hear you sing it. Exactly. I feel like Chris Brown was as close as we was going to get. And again, I feel like that has more nostalgia credit than it does for like talent. And yeah, because if he would have been like, I'm putting out a Christmas album, I would have been like, no, why? <laughs> I kind of want to take up Bryson Tiller's Christmas album just so I can hear it. His daughter's on it. I heard one song. It was cute with his daughter. Um, I will I give honorable care. mention to all of Michael Bublé's Christmas contributions. I enjoy yes. Michael. Him and uh, Josh Groban. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's this one. Also, I just hate country western <laughs> Christmas music. Like, what's that one about the 
grandma got run over my reindeer. And the fact that there's a whole movie for this too. That and Two Front Teeth. I hated that song. I hated Two Front Teeth. I actually kind of like that song because I did lose my two front teeth on Christmas. And so I sang it for like days and everybody who was related to me was pissed. And I was having a great time. I had a tap dance recital routine to that. So it just <laughs> just holds fond memories. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie, the, the, the animated Grandma Got Run Over by a Rain? Yes. I hate yes. that movie too. Movie and they too. take that bitch to court. I'm like, what fuck, the hell is this? Fuck Cousin Mel. <laughs> it was like an animated Hallmark movie. I think yes, that's why I didn't like it. Yes. Hard, listen, one thing about Hallmark, they're going to drop a Christmas special. I love bad Christmas movies. It's my Me favorite too. thing. Me too. A Christmas, Prince, a Christmas Prince 2. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I and do have shit, one. They back. <laughs> one Hallmark Christmas movie that I love, but they never play it anymore. And they have Pooch Hall in it. Not like, <laughs> from the get. No, I mean, granted, it came out when he was like hot shit, but it was such a good movie. But they never play it. Don't ask me what it's called. There's this one movie. It's like one of those Christmas movies that's not a Christmas movie. Um, it's Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law. Oh my God! For Kate was it for Winslet. Christmas? Um, for it's, Christmas? no, I know not that one. That one's good too. Um, yeah, I know what holiday you're is what it's called. Yes, because they switch and they that, switch and then they yes, I and they go to I the Asha. Thank you because I, people be like that sounds like the weirdest cast. No, no, when I tell you that is a perfect rom com, it is so perfect heartwarming. Let's talk about a we talk about a blank that is just a a, a movie that's just a warm blanket. That I is that movie. Love like right underneath like Mulan and Princess and the Frog for a comfort movie, I will cut on that movie and Ever After by Drew Barrymore. Like I, those mm. four, just a nice little combo of like, I'm happy here. That movie was so warm. That movie was so, so warm. I love that movie. I'm gonna see if I can find it on somebody's streaming services because I have to watch that. I love um, it. I think I have it on DVD. But I'm, I'm, gonna gonna DVD boy, I'm gonna make the boy find it. I found um, the movie. It. It is called Christmas at Water's Edge, and it has Keisha Knight Polium in it. It's great, great movie. I thought you was about to say Christmas at Edgewater. I was like, like choices, cause we don't need to go. Back. <laughs> Not at Edgewater, Dana. Water's Edge. <laughs> water's Edge. We need to do an episode talk about choices. Asha, we gotta put you on. Oh my god! Oh, goddamn choices! I forgot the twist I mean... in the turn. I'm playing Queen B two right now. It's just some shit. Oh Lord! You did y'all ever watch that movie with the professor? That movie, uh, a boyfriend for Christmas on Hallmark. Where she I like I've seen that hires one. a boyfriend or something like that, but they ended up falling in love because they had met like years ago or something. It was so cute. I that's one of also another comfort movie on Hallmark if I can find. I it. like the one on ABC Family Holiday in Handcuffs with Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. I like that one. That mm-hmm. one's cute. I've seen that one before. Although he did have Stockholm Syndrome, but we not talk about that right now. Okay, since we're talking about movies, anyways, okay, five favorite Christmas movies. It can be again as a surly, like, a, uh, what's that word? Um, insignificant as you want them to be. Like, you and five other people have watched them. Do not care. Okay. Your Boom. favorite five Christmas movies? Uh, Rudolph Shining New Year. I know it's a New Year's movie, but it counts. 
Um, honorable mention to Jack Frost. It's not as good as the other claymation movies, but mm-hmm. I like the um the like the the horses, like the tin Dope. horses. So, it's so funny you say that because that's the one that creeps me out the most. I don't like the little drummer boy. It was very violent. Oh, you know that one. Mm-mm, that mm-mm, one was like mm-mm. missing for children. They this was demonic. Was <laughs> I have nightmares like, about the little drummer boy. <laughs> It was the day that my mom told me that this really happened. Did the donkey like, like die or something like that? Like what? It was a lot of death. <laughs> they was the donkey was a murky. lot going on. They were murking niggas left and right in that movie. And it's the I one feel- that no, I feel like this one is not on my list. But the one that nobody has seen that I feel like I have vivid memories of this movie is Nestor the donkey. Do you did y'all see that? One? That's it. Do you remember that? Yeah. People are like, what are you talking about, Dan? I'm like, you don't remember Nestor the donkey? It's a good reason you don't. Nestor was the donkey who took Mary and Joseph to the, I don't know why, like little, you know, vacation Bible school or holiday Bible school, Dana was like, y'all don't be giving Nestor his credit in the Bible, but this movie, they did that for him. His credit. Go Nestor. And Nestor was a donkey. Shout out to everyone who went to a Christian school and was forced to watch Nestor the Donkey. Yes. On the last few days of school. That's how I remember that. That and the little drummer boy. We shouldn't we shouldn't have We shouldn't have been watching that. Listen. I don't know what y'all was going through. I enjoyed Nestor and his and his story. He was a key player in in the birth of Jesus. Cause ain't nobody was gonna make it to the manger without Nestor. So Okay. Came, Give him came his clutch. All right. And he's the one who said, Let's follow the North Star. This isn't biblically accurate. Don't tell your children this, but <laughs> it resonated with me. Um <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh the holiday. I keep wanting to say last holiday. Um, but the holiday, um, what else did I say? Rudolph Shining New Year. Um, I feel like Santa Claus is coming to town can go there. I, I do like that one a lot. Um, I'm missing something. There, what's up with you? Wow. Any black people you want to add? I want to, but I really feel like they're not my favorites because it's not, we didn't watch a lot. I didn't start watching black Christmas movies until I was older. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't have that same like nostalgia to me. Um, you know what? I will, I don't know if it's a Christmas movie, but I'm going to throw Last Holiday in there. Too late, Chopper Two list. I like Last Holiday a lot. I, I feel yeah. like with Queen Latifah and, um, and LL Cool J, I like it. I think it's a holiday That's movie. another like warm blanket yeah. movie. I really, I do like that movie a lot. Um, and then number one is Year Without a Santa Claus. An honorable mention to another one that nobody remembers but me. The one with the people and the mice. And they had to fix the clock. And they were singing that song, Christmas times are calling Santa, Santa. Nobody remembers this movie but mm. me. I do not remember that movie. I'm so sorry. I do not recall. It, it was the people lived in the, I'm about to tell you, I'm gonna give you a short synopsis. So the people lived in a town and the town was like so hyped that Santa Claus was coming. Everybody was crunk. And this mouse 
wrote a letter to Santa Claus. It was the people and then the mice lived under their houses. And so the mm-hmm. mouse was a scientist and <laughs> wrote to Santa Claus, like, I don't believe you exist. So Santa was like, fuck y'all, I'm not coming. <laughs> so then the mice and the people found out that he wrote this letter to Santa Claus. And they were like, well, we'll build a clock that at midnight chimes this song at the exact time that Santa Claus is going to come over. And so the mice and the people was working together to fix this clock. So Santa Claus was Okay, home. I vaguely remember this movie. I still remember. And the clock sang a song that said, Christmas chimes are calling Santa, Santa. And the snow is falling, Santa, Santa. Come on, old Kris Kringle, through the Milky Way. Christmas chimes are calling, Santa, we need you today. And I like that movie. My, that's my mom's favorite. Hmm. Okay. You lost me on that And fuck Frosty the Snowman. He gets on my nerves. That's mm. it. I'm done. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Let me see. Um, I have my five. Do you have your five, Jelena? No. Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll come back to you. Okay, so the first one, four out of five are feel-goods, but five is just, like, I really do love this movie, which is The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. And I'm not even a spooky girl like that. Y'all know this, but I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love the music. I love the plot. I, you don't like the movie? I don't like that movie. I love. It. I don't like that movie. <laughs> I can't sleep. The oogie boogie. <laughs> no, like, okay, yeah, no, that part is. Song. Yo, Joe, good. Yo, Joe, good. <laughs> I be up, man. I be awake. I can't go to bed. I love the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, this oh. is Halloween. This and people are like, is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? It's both. Yes. Um, it's both. I will give you that. Um, so yeah, I watch it in October and in December. I love that movie. Um, okay, let's take a crazy 180, The Preacher's Wife. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really, really love The Preacher's Wife. Again, iconic cast, Courtney B. Vance, Whitney Houston, Denzel Washington, yeah. Loretta Devine. Absolutely. Um, oh, oh my God, oh my God, I'm thinking, like, her name, Jennifer, um, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, God, I'm, I'm gonna kill myself. Not kill myself, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pissed off myself. Mama from Black, from Blackish, not Jennifer uh, Lewis. Yes, Jennifer Lewis. Thank you. Pissed off myself for forgetting. Amazing cast, amazing plot, amazing soundtrack. Oh my gosh, I didn't add Joy to the World to my favorites, but Joy to the World, the, the Whitney Houston version, amazing. And also, Who Can Imagine a King? Such a beautiful song. Um, but also I just love the movie. Um, it's based off of an older movie from the fifties, uh, with white people, the Bishop's wife, which is the same premise. Um, but they just made it better. And they gave him a promotion. And they, yeah. I mean, I'm saying the preacher, I'm saying the preacher's wife is better. Yeah. I'm saying they gave his position a promotion in the new movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and okay. Third. I... The Polar Express to me has very, very, very like sentimental and like uh, like heartwarming value. But it's not my favorite movie. But I do love. I just want to put it as an honorable mention because like okay, it's not my favorite movie. But I know I just did a Polar Express door, but like the movie is bad. <laughs> it, thank you. 
Thank you. I think I like it for nostalgia purposes. And it's um, scared again, fear. Why do you like all these nightmares you Right. That I think that little piece them children they little vacant stairs be keeping me up. But no, that little piece in the train didn't have to add that. That was not that. Why? Why did you have to do that? Why did you have to? And when they was kicking sis off, I didn't like that. Yeah, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're gonna leave children stranded? What's going on? Things going on. Um, got real dark. (laughs) It got real dark real fast. But I was like, like, oh, I don't like the the Polar Express. I don't think it's my favorite movie. Um. Santa Claus is coming to town again. Just very heartwarming. I love the claymation in there. Um, let me see. There's two more. And I feel like why am I forgetting my my favorite two? Maybe this is just like in no order, but just like the movies that I really do love. Um, I actually do love. I'm gonna put both of the Grinch Stole Christmases into one. I know that's cheating, but I do love the Grinch Stole Christmas. I kind of prefer um, the Jim Carrey version. I'm not even. Gonna I lie. love the Jim Carrey version, but I also do love. I love the animation in the original Doctor Seuss one. I just like it is love, really well done. It's really really well done. Um, As somebody who's and, not a live action girl, that is probably the best live action adaption anybody has ever done. Yes, I'm, in terms of like adapting like something old, something new in terms of live action, mm-hmm. it's one of the best live actions. Jim Carrey really really did bring the Grinch to life. Um, in a way that only Jim Carrey can. I love The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Um, and I know all people say Elf. I do. That's my dad's favorite Christmas movie. But Elf is not actually in my top five. Okay, last okay. Christmas movie. Um, oh God, I feel like I should have... I'm going to put probably Charlie Brown Christmas. Because to me, it's short and sweet and cute. And I love it. It's heartwarming. And it has like what Christmas is about. I love that line. It's like, fuck capitalism. Why can't I just celebrate Christmas? So yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. Good list. Yeah. Selena. All right. So, in no particular order, Home Alone. Mm, I do love Home Alone. That is like my favorite freaking movie. Wow, me and my strong opinions. I don't like that movie. (gasps) You don't like Home Alone? He needed his ass beat. What about Home Alone? They left him home alone. Him home alone. I'm not talking. I just feel like them first like 15 minutes of the movie with his bratty self, and I know he had to learn a lesson or whatever. But I just didn't care about anything that happened to him after that. Like but I would have left your ass home too because you were getting on my nerves. His cousin was an asshole though to him. His cousin was an. They asshole. were. His siblings were terrible, and his parents were terrible, especially in the second one. We went to Paris and we forgot one of you our kids. You got all the way to an airport. And didn't remember like all your kids. I didn't enjoy any. I don't. I didn't like anybody in the film. So I was just like, who am I supposed to be rooting for? I like. I like. And also, y'all needed to take him to see a therapist because he like brutally murdered those men at multiple times in the movie. Like he's I a think, sociopath. I personally like uh, uh, Home Alone Two: Lost in New York, but better than I like Home Alone One. I like Lost in New York for the the hotel room scene. That part's funny. My favorite New York York Christmas movie is Eloise at Christmas. I forgot about that movie. I love Eloise. Does anybody remember, not Matilda, but Melinda, the little orphan girl? Madeline? Madeline. Oh my god. Yeah. I love Madeline. I love Melinda. (laughs) Melinda. (laughs) 
Miss Clever, it was like a, it was like their French. It was, I just, mm-hmm. God, I, I love that movie. It was it's a like, Playhouse Disney movie. show. It used to come on at five sure a.m. Mm-hmm. Heads up to bed, alive. <laughs> think, all right, so Home Alone, The Year Without Santa. Well, this is in a particular order. The Year Without Santa Claus is my number one favorite movie ever. Ever, 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 ever. If they ever stop showing it, I'm going to cry. I need to buy it on DVD or something. It's so good. It is great. It's a great movie. Yeah, so Home Alone, Year Without Santa Claus. Um, Don't Judge Me, Christmas with the Cranks. I, I just enjoyed that, that movie. I enjoyed that movie. I enjoy it as well. Christmas with the Cranks. The OG Grinch. See, and what is number five? No, that don't count as that don't count as a Christmas movie. Never mind. Which one is it? Because sometimes you say Die Hard. It was no. It's don't. This movie don't got shit to do with Christmas. It's just in a winter wonderland, technically. (laughs) What movie is it? The Chronicles of Narnia. You know what? I thought about it. I, I was like, that's not a Christmas movie. It. it counts because they always showed it around Christmas. So I that's just what, okay. It I thought it was Christmas. Christmas. I'm like, no, that was the first I movie I thought about. I was like, the Chronicles of Narnia is one well. of my I said, favorite movies to but watch. But it's no. not a Christmas movie, technically. It's just in winter. In I will give it to you. Okay, Chronicles of Narnia, and then honorable mention my Hallmark movie, Christmas at Water's Edge, because it's super cute. It's like a bootleg version of like The Preacher's Wife, in all honesty. <laughs> but it's good. It's still a good movie, but it's like if The Preacher's Wife went straight to DVD. This isn't a Christmas film, but I also have to give an honorable mention to the Powerpuff Girls Christmas special. That just holds a special place in my heart. I watch it every year. I love it so much. Cannot tell you why. It's it's not transformative. I just enjoy it. And I have to watch all of the Rugrats Christmas specials and holiday specials, including the Hanukkah one, every year. That's me and the Proud Family. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Mm-hmm. I love the no, Proud Family. That's me and then they have the Kwanzaa one, of course. Me and Bob Burgers Christmas specials. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Don't forget the reason for this season in terms of just holidays in general. You know, it's just family, loved ones, um, you know, just warm and fuzzies. Even if you, you know, don't get all the gifts for Christmas or you're, you know, alone, you want to just wish everybody just peace and safety during this time. If you're going through it, I completely understand. We completely understand. Um, we wish you peace for next year if you don't have peace this year. Um, if you just have the gift of being somewhere warm, we wish you um, many more blessings for the next year. Um, and hope that you can just, we're just claiming that between now and the 25th, that you can just find um, just a little bit of warmth um, and uh, love during this season. Because we know for a lot of people, it can be hard. Um, and, but we wish if everybody, if you, you know, have family, you know, that is the best gift right now is love and family. Um, so, yeah. We'll see you on the next segment. Peace. Um, 
in the spirit of Christmas for our last segment as Black Girl Roundtable, um, my question to you guys is, what is the worst Christmas gift you have ever gotten? And if you haven't gotten one yet, what do you think is the worst gift someone could receive? Or you could Six give pack someone? of ramen noodles? <laughs> Shit, like, I, this, right now, I honestly, like, if, if somebody gave that to me in college, I'd be like, you know what? Thank, Thank you. you. You was looking out. Because I definitely would have taken some heat em ups. Exactly. I'm taking anything. Um, this will be a long uh, set of stories called My Dad is a Cheapskate. I'm screaming. Um, um, if you don't know, me and my dad, we have very varying opinions about things. Uh, but that's my dad and I love him. That's as far as I'm going to go with that. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, my dad over the years has gotten some pretty interesting Christmas gifts. I won't call it the worst, uh, but I will call it the most interesting gift that I've ever gotten from my dad. One year was a pack of flashlights. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Yo, please, that's fucking joke. Like, I want you to know, it took my brain, like, a couple seconds to register what you said. And then I was like, she didn't say that. She did not just say that to me. Wait a I damn bitch. It sent me. Because I was like, first my brain was like, oh, flashlights coming in a pack? And I was like, wait, huh? For, for Christmas? <laughs> oh, so my lord. Just, the, the way my brain processed the information was like... No. <laughs> and you know what? That's how my brain processed the information when I was receiving this gift. Asha, if you show us this pack of flashlights, I'm hanging up on you. I don't even know where it is at this point. Oh, I thought that's what you just picked up. I was like, get off the call. <laughs> no, I was getting my charger from my laptop. Uh, I, I was about to like, say, get out, get out of I'm here. Like, you you um, are going. Asha's on a hiatus. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Immediately no. Immediately no. Immediately no. I see what um, I needed to see. <laughs> I see what I need to see. And immediately no. No. Um, but yeah, um, excuse me, as I plug in my laptop to it so I won't die. Okay. During this very funny story about my life. Um so yeah, so it was Chris I was I was at DSU at the time too. That was which was so wild about it was because his his thinking was Oh, well, these will keep you safe while you're on campus. We have a flashlight to get around from the yards to campus. And I was like, you mean, you mean like this? And I showed him my like flashlight on my phone. He was like, but you know, that one's not strong enough. I said, dad, they have this. I was like, oh, I, at the time I was like, you know what? Thank you so much. Cause he, he had the nerve to wrap them too. I think that's what pissed me <laughs> off more. <laughs> that he wrapped them. Um, a flashlight, I want to just let everyone know, it's not a gift you give somebody on Christmas under the tree. It's not a gift. It's not all. a gift. That's like a Tuesday, like, you know, March I like 8th. That, that's like a random Tuesday. You're like, hey, I went to go get mulch. I also got flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> not mulch. And he really thought he was doing something, so he was really hurt. He was really mad when I was like, 
thanks. And they weren't even like mm. Duracell. It was like this random ass brand. Screaming. Mm. So I Marcia, was like, I think you should have went last. I think you win, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> dang. So yeah, my dad, dad is my, that is so funny. Wow. Um, yeah. my family actually does pretty well with gifts. Like I, I think I'm blessed in that way. I feel like most people in my life give good gifts, and also I'm very much one of those people where like I know people are like, oh, the money doesn't matter, but like. I gen- I would have been pissed to get some flashlights on my revolver pen, but most ninety percent of the time, I'm just glad to be thought of. But that that's a new one. Um, but most of the time, I, I think my dad does pretty well. He always he always gets me something I need, but I would never buy for myself, gotcha. or I'm too cheap to buy for myself, which is always really nice. And this year, I hope he pays for my deductible so I can get my car fixed. Uh- <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. I think my dad just goes to Big Lots and then just picks up whatever. That's so cute. That's such a dad story. That, it God, is. I, but like, I think he just goes to Big Lots and it's like, like the, the, like, and just be like, hmm, and then just put stuff in a cart and be that like, how much can I get for this amount of money? And I think that's his Christmas uh, shopping. I've actually, give, I've given lists. I've given lists so that the flashlight fiasco can never happen again. Um, and it's not been that bad, but it has been that random, if that makes sense. My brother, on the other hand, gets flat screen TVs, games, of course, because girls don't like TVs. And last year, he bought me like a pink polka dot jewelry box. I'm like, I need you to get out of your head that I'm 16. I need you to get that out of your head. But I think it's. I think he just picks random stuff. But uh, screaming. <laughs> All right. So mine. I haven't gotten any bad gifts as an adult. Thank the Lord. But I will never forget. It was the fourth grade. And you know your parents love buying you clothes for Christmas. And I will never forgive my parents. They bought me this red sweater. It was a wool sweater. And it had like this little white ruffle trim around the front, oh. like on the collar. No, 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 no. Oh. It gets worse. It gets worse. And then I don't know if anybody remembers the show Maisie with the little mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was like little like patchwork mice that looked like Maisie on it. <laughs> and I as a child, just being like, where? Like, it, like, adult me is like, where the fuck do I think I'm the word to sue? But I just remember being a kid, like, I will flip out and throw a whole tantrum if you're forcing me to wear this. Because, like, first of all, wool is itchy. I'm all of, like, nine years old, ten years old, and y'all want me to wear this wool sweater to school? No. It's dr- I go to Catholic school, first of all. It's dressed down day. You want me to wear this? No. This is what we're not doing. And I, I swear. They will always be like, well, don't you want to wear? No. <laughs> I, buried, I buried that thing in the back of my closet. <laughs> I just had the flash of like this show. And, then, and nobody in that show spoke <laughs> at all as soon as you said it and I feel like as a kid if I would have seen somebody on 
like at school with a Maisie sweatshirt. I just would have thought of, <laughs> like this girl is weird. No, <laughs> right? I mean, she's fucking crazy. Where the fuck did you get a Macy's mouse? To this day, I still don't know. Where, and they, and my dad is like, I do not remember doing that. And I'm like, y'all stay trying oh. to give me something with something wool. Always like, it's cold, but it ain't that cold. My mom wool just and a like turtleneck. It. Anything that was tr- like super on trend, my mom hated it. And so she Same. hated the baby fat jackets with like everything in her body. And so I think it's not the best Christmas gifts I ever gotten, but one of the best ones I feel like I ever got was when my f- mom finally broke down and she got me a silver, one of the cute little jackets everybody had. It was silver puffer with the fur trim and it was South Pole. And I was so excited. And my sister got a brown baby fat one. And we were so pumped. And my mom hated these jackets every time we put them on. She was like, you need to put on that big coat. No, I'm about to put on this. I'm going to put on this cute little jacket. Man, I love that coat. I wear it all through high school. I'm screaming. I will never forget in middle school, I had a satin. Me and my best friend had matching puffer coats. And they was, first of all, I don't know whose idea was to make a satin puffer coat them shits was fire i had a hot <laughs> and she had the gold one and when i tell you i was pissed when i grew, grew out of that coat if i could buy it now i would it, honestly if the if anything from that era of fashion were to come back and those jackets came back i would not be mad telfar is making some if you're looking it's a little pretty penny but telfar made some I, need I needed to have the same place prices <laughs> right Truth be told, I think I kind of want Baby Fat to drop them. Because when they did their little relaunch, I'm like, y'all not giving us the shit that we used to buy that I would buy again. Exactly. I wish I had a Baby Fat anything. My mom would not let me have Baby Fat. I wanted to do couture, like, bracelet and necklace. My mom told me that was ugly, so no. Don't buy juicy couture neck jewelry. It was all fake. You dodged a bullet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but at the time, I'm like... It's not for you, girl. You're not wearing it. I am. And I don't have a job. Please. I just, yeah, I really wanted um, that jacket, and I did get that one. We weren't allowed to have apple bottom anything. I had one pair of apple bottom jeans, and it took a lot of convincing. I mean, a lot. No, And it was right when when low head came out so you know apple bottom jeans, jeans with, with the fur. fur i thought i was the shit Gwendolyn was ruthless she was like if you need a, if you need the jeans then you don't got an apple bottom so you can't have them damn nope. my mom's like well i don't do you know what baby fat is i was like the mm. fat that is excess from when you are a baby yeah <laughs> she was like you want to talk about some no baby fat you ain't got nothing to be put on your butt baby fat like be looking at it and i was like okay girl just let me be great right. but meanwhile when the new boy strain came out y'all was letting me walk around looking like any fucking thing a whole clown okay Bruh, that's when you should have put your foot down I remember my mother mom talking about, I'm looking like a nerd I got my little backpack I done popped the lenses yeah, out of I... fucking 3D glasses and I got cheetah print skinny jeans on but send me back in the house <laughs> all these damn colors I, just, <laughs> I was no, so I... excited well, my mom let me get ice creams. Yes. Mm. Yo, my uncle will never let me live this down because I made him buy me a pair of ice creams. Mind you, they was like $40 at the mm-hmm. time, so it wasn't expensive. 
and he and I never wore them because what do you wear with yellow, pink, and blue sne- like sneakers? What do you actually wear? You wear That's how it was with my pastries. Shirt, my pastry, <laughs> I had them like a neon puffer jacket or something like that. Something yes, but I never wore I had them until this day. Pairs of pastries. The chocolates were easy to style. I got those first, the chocolate pastries. But then I got some other pair that I just couldn't wear with anything. And my mom was mad because I never wore them. And them sneakers were expensive. Oh, no. Pastries were fucking expensive. But no. These shoes is all of like 20, 20 to $40. And to this day, literally, I just seen him for Thanksgiving. And he was like, yeah, because somebody buys shoes and just don't wear them. And I'm like, I'm bro, screaming. it's been like 17 years. You go. need to let it go. Do you want the money back? Because I can give you the money back now. Like, <laughs> It's been at least ten years. At least ten years. Probably no, because it was middle school. So yeah, give it up. <laughs> Gotta buy him a pair of ugly sneakers for Christmas that he never gonna wear. And every time you see him, be like, "Where your sneakers at?" Right. Did you wear yours? Where your sneakers at? <laughs> and them things was big. Made my feet look like boats. Yeah, my dad tried to buy me clothes, and my mom had to tell my dad, stop buying that girl clothes. You mm. do not know her style. Everything you figure out is wrong. Stop buying her clothes. Yes. People get mad like, why don't you like this? All righty. Is that going to wrap us up this week, ladies? I think so. I think so. All right. Well, once again, we will just say happy holidays to you and yours. Um, We hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Um, Thank you, as always, for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We appreciate you guys sticking around the shenanigans. We've we've been doing this for a while, guys. We're getting pretty consistent. I'm proud of us. Right. Definitely help us continue to grow and continue to get into these screets um be sure to share this episode with anyone who you think might enjoy it please leave us a rating wherever you stream your podcast it really does help us out um please be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel there should be content coming there soon in the new year so hopefully we have more things there for you guys to look at and you can always check out bougieblackgirls.com for updates on what we have going on with all the things soon to come Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Bougie Black Girls, and you can also find info for our personal socials in the description of the podcast. That is all we have for you this week. We will see you in the new year. Bye, y'all. Bye. Happy Bye. holidays.